crew i'm your boy jv it's your girl sandra mm-hmm. and we have a very special ga- guest haitian <laughs> sensation plus daddy plus. Yo, how are you guys i'm fine how you doing i'm great man we had to get you on you know it's haitian flag weekend it is and i thought about you because i remember seeing you like four years ago at mocha and you were performing Haitian flag week, and you had me cracking the fuck up. Like, you're funny as hell. You're a comedian. That was the first time they let us in, bro. Upcoming rapper slash singer. You know, you have your own podcast. You do skits. You're like, you're you're everything. (laughs) Try my best to work hard, you know. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. That was corporate. You see me? You see me? You never know who's listening. Jack of all trades. For sure. Well, let's get right into it. You know, we always start off with our free smoke. That's anything that annoyed you or got you upset throughout the week. And uh, plus, you're our guest. So, what's your free smoke, baby? Uh, free smoke right now is fuck Florida for opening <laughs> the, the state on May 18th, which means that, like, they didn't give us enough time to plan for a bottle. If a nigga really wanted to do one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they open it on the 18th to tease a nigga. We can't really do nothing, but it's open. Fuck them. That's not fair. <laughs> I definitely feel you on that. It, it, it is strategic. Um, they must be mad at us for accusing Bill and Hillary Clinton for stealing all the rice out of Haiti. So. They know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Sandra, what's your free smoke? Uh, this week. You know what's so funny? I was on Twitter tweet watching <laughs> and I saw that they're going to do a remake of Scarface and the person who's going to play Tony Montana is going to be Michael B. Jordan. Ah, uh, Moshe. <laughs> really? So is he going to be like a black Cuban? Is that what they're doing? Yes. Michael B. Jordan playing Scarface. Ooh. Like now I'm starting to think filmmakers are getting bored. Like, there are certain movies, we don't need a remake. Like, that's a classic. You can watch it right now, and it's a great movie today. Mm. Why? Why would you need a remake? Today. It doesn't need to be updated. That story is perfect. Because yeah. I don't want to see a 2020 <laughs> Tony Montana. Exactly. And then Michael B. Jordan on top of that. Like, you going to have him on six watches, like uh, Takashi. <laughs> is this your king? <laughs> like, but no, seriously, that kind of like, I don't know, it's just weird. So, you know, scratching my head. I'm not seeing one remake that I needed. You know what I mean? Like, I've never watched some shit that I was like, oh, they, thank God they made this shit over again. Because it needed. Right. I've not seen one. Uh, probably Star Wars for those 
for the technology. I've never it. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. I'm not into Star Wars that's either. Fine. That's the only I'm the only nerd here. Yeah, so that one. Uh, that that does remind me of a classic um, Bad Boys Two, the debacle with the Haitians. I feel like this is gonna be a revamp of that with the Scarface. The accent is not really not gonna really. Because and that's the thing. I don't know if they're gonna make him do like a Cuban accent because Al Pacino is an Italian nigga. He just happened to he did a Cuban accent. So if Michael B. Jordan does a great one, he deserves a fair shot. I just don't see a nigga from L.A. being a good Cuban. <laughs> Right. So, if he does a really good job, then okay, we can put him in the Oscar. He deserves it. If you yeah. work on it, but come, but come on. We'll, we'll see. We'll but see. if I'm a producer and we do the first couple scenes and I'm not feeling it, I think we should just not do the movie. Right. <laughs> so. Definitely. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. My free smoke. Um, hopefully, everybody who listens to this when we post it. Um, has watched Insecure, so my free smoke is going to uh, Molly fuck ass, and all the people like Molly that we have in our lives. I really don't like people like that. I don't like the fact that she jaded um, Issa because they had a situation or a problem, and Issa found a workaround because if it wasn't for Issa, she would have never had that dick anyway. And, and 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 made it work where everybody was happy, and because you wasn't involved, Molly, you got upset and caused a gun battle at the block party. If I can keep it a buck with you, you know you're allowed to be upset. I don't mind anybody being upset at me, but don't bring shit to where I work. Don't bring right. Don't bring shit to. I'm at work. Well. I'm at work. Like, nobody would never do this to Molly at court. I'm at work. That's true. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. If you want to be mad, call me a bitch, sit in my face, do it when we get to the crib. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at work, come on, fuck that. I'm it's at not work. fair. Wait, right. till, wait till I clock out. That's all. <laughs> Definitely. Great. That's great smoke, Jerry. Beautiful smoke. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what else has been going on in the world this week? Um, oh, so much. Have like, where should we, we want to start off with future? Yeah, I was just about to he say that because daddy. he got me upset with a line that he said in his album. He said, I'll be okay. chilling, chilling with the Haitians in the pork and beans. Oh, the first song. The first, what do you do? It's lazy rap now. It's, it's really. It rhymed. Because all the Zoe ladies I know would rather work three jobs. <laughs> Or you'll get in a pork and beans. Exactly. Right. I know, right? Seven jobs before they live in the pork and beans. No, we live to the east. We don't live on that side of the west, kid. Right. And that's the thing. That's some shit that you won't know if you don't live here. Because you think pork and beans is a bad neighborhood. You think zoes are tough. So they go together. You thought they would make a solid grind. You failed, future. You failed. You failed. So he is the father of Eliza Rain. I mean, of course, we're not surprised. Um, so he didn't give, you know, Mother's Day just passed. He was giving all the shout out to all his, you know, at least six baby mama of his. Mm-hmm. And we all found out that he's the father. And he didn't give a shout out to Eliza Rain. What's he up with her. that? He hates her. He said, he said she'll belong to the street. Like, train I'm, your host to not run to the internet. I'm going to have to agree with Future on the Eliza Rain baby mama situation only because um, I've partied around her and that slut 
will make you feel like you 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 don't need a rubber. I'm not gonna lie. Like she the way what? she she carries herself. You was there, Sandra. She's very flirtatious and Why you gotta put me in this. Oh my bad. I need a witness. I need a witness. The the way she the bubble booty, the way she looks at you when she dances. I the whole time she was looking at me, I was like, I can see why the future nutted in your ass. I, the only I, good thing about it is that some little Haitian child somewhere now has a guaranteed college fund. You hear me? <laughs> this little he won't be living in pork and beans, that's for sure. But she is seeking fifty three thousand dollars a month. A month. Like that, we all know you don't need that much money to take care of a one year old. Well, how? I think I think Rick Ross is also going to paternity court too about his new baby. Right. Baby from his old baby mama. It's complicated. Oh, wow. What's up with these rappers? Why because they can't just snip it? I blame Lyra Gura for that one. That's her name? Lyra, Lyra Lagura? Lagura? Lagura. I'm back on there. Lagura. Oh, from, um, what is his the name? Lord. The one that Lyra Meek Mill and them ran a train on and he tried to wife up. Oh, my God. Lyra, yeah. Yeah, Lyra. That's yeah, that's her. I blame him. She broke my dog heart and um, he don't know how to. Yeah, because he had two babies after her. Yeah, he, he, he just. Back to back. That's real heartbreak. Yeah. That's how you know it's heartbreak. You ain't lashing out in the streets. Exactly. Exactly. Now, what's up with Takashi, baby mama, going in with Future or Future going in with her? Like, poor job, yo. They were like, I guess you know, he was tweeting about her, Who? saying you know, Future was right yeah, because so a rich kid and a dude named TJ, they're rich, New York rappers. Rich kid. The rich yeah. kid from the when we was in college? No, different rich oh, kid. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Rich kid. So apparently they, too. they've been fighting for King of New York since Takashi's been in jail. Oh. So once he, once he got back out, he had to remind niggas that no video. Wow. So Future saw that and said, damn, niggas baby mamas is being used as props now. She oh. for the street. And Takashi Baby Mama said, "Your wholeness can be deleted." Oh, forever. And then what did Future say? <laughs> Literally, he was like, "He didn't mean to make her mad." Like he, his tweets are in like hieroglyphics. I don't know what he was saying, <laughs> but something, something to the effect of, "It ain't that serious. Take it easy. I'm just saying what I see." Okay, because I've been trying to decode his tweets over the last week, and they sound like like a hidden book in the Bible. It, you need a King James <laughs> version of his tweets. I don't understand. What I saw where he said, "I cheat," and she apologizes. I said, "Damn." That actually is a good scripture. Actually, that's not a bad scripture. It's not a bad scripture. Really? You, you know, future get the most, dude. Boy, I tell you. You say, why should I fall in love when you're not on your knees? <laughs> what? That's crazy. This sounded like some true gospel right here, boy. He's a poet. He's a lot of things, but he's a poet. This is, why, this is why all these guys are so toxic because of his music. No, 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 no. We were toxic before Future. He just gave us an anthem. That's why he so gave he's us. Just, he's just what? The president of toxic nigga? Like, For now, he's the president. Well, Terrible. Talk about toxic. Uh, did y'all see Kaya's rant? Oh my god! About the four she songs read she the had? fuck out of Trina. <laughs> like I felt hurt for her. Like sour puss. 
that shit hurt. Like, for somebody to say you got sour pussy, like, you got, you know, STDs. That it, 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 she got mad because Trina said that, like, she was beneath her. I think it's the truth. It's obvious. <laughs> I think it's the truth. But Kaya is a professional roaster, and she is. And she and went in. It was worthy of looking at, not because mm. what she was saying was true, but it was funny as hell. It was four minutes of just going in, like that's not. A, I understand the corporate term is a roast, but for those who don't know, that is ranking at its finest. That is a Miami. You could tell in middle school. The teacher couldn't even teach class because Kaya was oh, going. He was a disruptive force. That's it. It was done with. You know what I'm saying? Bars. So the battles tomorrow. Nelly, I'm looking for uh, Nelly, Nelly. And Luna? Yeah. I just found got? out they had real beef, kid. Real? How? Because they felt like Ludacris was co- copying their style. So Nelly had dropped Country Grammar and Luda had dropped What's Your Fantasy? And they felt like the beats and the videos were similar. You know, Country Grammar, they were outside with the jerseys and everything. What's your fantasies? They was in the Georgia Dome on the 50-yard line where the Dirty Bird kicks the tree. You know what I'm saying? So, and then um, they said Luda had came out with uh, Pussy Poppin'. So, that's why they came out with Tip Drill. And it was like Tip Drill. Exactly. And they said um, Luda had came up with Stand Up and he had an oversized Air Force One in the video. (laughs) And they said they were making fun. Uh, so I heard it was real. I think bizarre. they just reaching because um, Luda, I think, yeah, or Nelly, they post a picture of them, you know, back in the days with the jersey and right. What? No, so this, I think this is not from this battle. is not from Nelly. This is from the others. This is from the Saint Lunatics. It's from it's from a Saint Lunatic. <laughs> oh yeah, when he was okay. I remember. See, I didn't really look at the videos because yeah, and it felt kind of like it felt like jokey. Jokey, like, it was like a, a super serious thing. Right. However, people don't believe it, but I think that Nelly's going to eat this boy alive. I've been saying that. I think I'm going for Nelly. I'm sorry. Are you serious? I'm going for St. Lunatic. What is it? BTP? You are a nigga from the South, bro. Uh Automatically, you heard more ludicrous. Your favorite rappers had more ludicrous features. But if you think about who saw more of those pop charts, my nigga, I don't think it's a who had more top 100, top 10, top 5 hits? Was he with country know, songs? But this nigga Nelly was a pop country machine. It's all in my head. That's right. I think about it over but and over again. If you look at the... the, I agree with you. Commercial-wise, Nelly probably would win. But it was only really from two albums. If you think about it. It was like from 2001 to like 2006, seven. Okay. So if if you're gonna say that Ludacris had a a better career longer, sure. Okay. But in that small amount of time that Nelly had, I don't know. Okay, Luda does need to come with like 10, 12 fire like don't because don't do a, 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 a Manny Fresh. Nelly and Kelly, EI, I don't know, man. Air Force Ones. Right. Hot and her, like that shit sound really tough. Hot and her, that's like number yeah. one, like that sound tough. I'm gonna need Nelly to space them out though, because if he dropped them back to back to back, it's uh, it's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> I hope he spaced them out. What does it take to be <laughs> for real? Batter up. <laughs> yeah, his first about was really good. Come on, kid. Nelly, so I'm excited up. about that because with Jill Sky and Erica Badu, I mean it was a good battle. 
towards the end. She was trash. I was feeling it towards the end because most of the songs that they were playing, I wasn't like, hmm. Uh, all I don't know. I'm not like a huge fan of either one of them, but they both have songs that I like. So it wasn't for me. Like, I felt like I like I was too sober. I needed like some some something. Uh, right. They were like playing high music, like Oh yeah, bro. Being, watching it and being sober is just weird. It was oh. just like weird to me. All them incense and stuff, y'all, bro. T Pain and who else? T Pain, yeah. I mean, and Little John, they had the best one, yeah. Yeah, I was, I would, yeah, I would I say that. And um, Bone Thugs, right? They haven't started yet. <laughs> exactly. Moving on. Katrina <laughs> had one um past Wednesday, but that was yeah. you talking about? You talking about that, that slideshow they put together? Fuck out of here! This is Windows ninety eight. Have some respect. I love, I love Trick and Trina, but they, I could tell they only make like five, ten G's a, an appearance together. So, what's up with uh, Dojo Cat and uh, Nicki Minaj beating? Uh, well, they're they're number one now. I've never heard the song, but I see they're it's number a good one. Song. It's a good. Okay, I, I did. It's a fire song. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna check nice it out song. tonight. I'm gonna pop it I mean, today, according to today, they're not number one anymore. I guess Takashi want to be number one or oh, something. He's Billboard. He should be number one technically. Rap music. He but makes Billboard, million dollars off that song. That song is not good. Billboard isn't letting him like. What is it? Gaba. Gooba. Gooba. It's catchy. That song is trash. It's not about it being good. People want to see it. Trash. I they like. Got, what uh, over 155 million views on YouTube. I like Takashi. But what? I like Takashi. He's gonna run for the rest of his life. He's been getting caught everywhere <laughs> he goes. Hey, put it like this: that nigga will be in shape. What? <laughs> He's gonna run for the rest of his life. Like whatever. Oh. I don't think. I don't think niggas are that tough, bro. Nah, niggas are not tough. There's no way that niggas hate Takashi. More than oh, there's no way. There's no way, bro. Like, I don't think anything's gonna happen. I think he's gonna live a safe life. Okay, so but he's gonna, gonna still hide. Is he's not gonna be comfortable? So Sandra, he's hiding right now. Okay, so Sandra, they kill him. So you're gonna be known as the nigga that killed Takashi. What is that? What is that gonna get you? What award? Going like? I don't know. You're gonna get stock. I don't know the. I don't know the streets. I don't know the game codes. You, I. I <laughs> I just want to know what, like he said, versus Zimmerman. Zimmer, they might, they'll retire your jersey in the rafters. You kill Zimmerman. You, you make Black History if you kill George. You, 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 they, they'll give you a couple days in February if you kill Zimmerman. You kill George, you're a civil rights leader. They can put you up there with Martin and Malcolm. Exactly, but you kill Takashi. It's like, I. I guess. I guess exactly. The people who he put in jail, they should be thirsty for retaliation. But if you're not, I can't be more mad than you are. <laughs> Exactly, bro. Now another um in other news, mm -hmm. I see little Boosie giving his son and his nephew. I guess they're getting oral sex from older women. Like, what's up with that? How how old are they? I think eleven, twelve. What I was doing at that age? No, it was it, it was twelve to fourteen were the ages. Doesn't matter. Well, wrong. when I was um, I think I was like. 13, I think middle school. You know what I'm saying? And I went over my cousin's crib and he had a little, he had a little, she had a little. I played truth or dare. I played truth or dare. 
And... I don't believe you. Oh. Okay, you don't have to. <laughs> You don't have to. <laughs> it's my life, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I, I had an experience at that age. But that's just wrong. Like, as an adult, to have your son getting oral sex by an older woman. First of all, the older women should be ashamed of themselves. First of all, that's because <laughs> if it's the other way around for a female, come on, who's gonna have their thirteen-year-old daughter? But is getting- not. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. I feel you, but it's not the same. There's no female R. Kelly right now. I remember being in school with 13-year-old, 14-year-old boys, and they're filthy people, and they're doing their best (laughs) to put their dick in anything. If I have a 14-year-old son who can't fucking control himself and is going to make me a grandparent when he's 16, I need to put his dicks up, or I'm going to be in I'm going to have some trouble. Bro, they were they were trying to fuck Miss Wells in eighth grade. They were trying to fuck the teacher. Teacher, right? Like the stories are making it seem as if Goosey took a prostitute and shoved them in that boy's lap. I mean, I don't think that's wrong. But if you have a hot boy, young animal, I, I don't know because all little boys aren't created equal. So, would you allow your son to get head from someone who's older? Okay, two things, right? <laughs> My son, like, I can see he's not going to be that kind of guy. My son's going to be a virgin at 17. <laughs> but if I saw that my son is hypersexual, I'm fucking a bunch of little girls being irresponsible, and I feel like I can maybe make a deal with him. I say, hey, if you settle the fuck down once a month, we can do this. <laughs> oh, God. If you chill the fuck out once a month, we can probably stick that up. I don't know. I don't know what the circumstances were. I just know that, like, you they're talking about these kids as babies. Like, niggas don't remember being 14, too. That's my only thing. I, 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 I wouldn't do it. But you got to say, Boosie, he came out of jail. You can't trust a nigga mind when he come out of jail. I, that, that's that's how I look at it. You know what I'm trying to say? Plus, does make a valid point. There are some hot children out there that you have to make special circumstances for. I'm not saying that that is the right way of handling it, but we don't know what Boosie's son and nephew have been exposed to around Boosie himself. Like, if they always go into Boosie's house and he got bad bitches running around half naked, I mean... You know what they said these stories about? They said... Because Usher was a child artist. Yeah. Oh. And he went to go live with Puff Daddy when he was 14. Oh, boy. From 14 to 18. And according to them, that's all that happened. That's why he's so fucking good at R&B songs. That right there. Damn. So you caught the herpes early in his life. <laughs> oh, my God. Shit. <laughs> you know Diddy Nasty, too. You know that. Oh, my God. You don't even like like they're still children, and there needs to be some kind of line. Also, I think that like niggas may not want to hear this, but Boosie might be a victim too. That's because yeah. That's, that's the shit he's saying. He didn't invent it. He learned it. Uh, I understand. So that stupid shit you learned from the older niggas that were older than you is what you've been living by. It's what you believe now. So I don't know if that makes him as much a victim as the other one. So, would you rather your son spend a day with D.P. Wade or Boosie? Send my son to Boosie's house. Oh, Boosie house. Yeah, D. Wade on that freedom shit too much, man. Straight. You don't even know what to call your son. 
comparison, comparing the two, and that's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> It's not fair. It's not fair. I just saw a meme uh, about that. That's why I asked. No, I've been no, seeing the same. Like, everybody's making a comparison. Everybody's doing it. And I just don't think it's the right one because they don't match. Me, when I was that age and I hanged with older dudes, like, Boosie's the guy, like, old, younger cats would hang with him. You know what I'm trying to say? D-Way House, we ain't going. What are we going to do? We going to try on heels with your son? Man. Come on, I you know, no, no, I see that um, Khloe, um Kardashian and Tristan Thomas, Thompson, apparently he got another female pregnant or she already had a jig, four years old. My question to you guys is what, because, you know, apparently she wants another child, but by him. Okay. I guess, you know, being a sperm don donor. Mm -hmm. So my question, especially to a plus, mm -hmm. would, if you're baby mother wanted another child with you, would you allow that? Just because, you know, she wants another child, but she wants them to have the same father, you know, what she wants them to have, you know, to be single. Yeah, not saying anything about her. This just feels like, <laughs> it just doesn't feel like I could do this and get off scot-free. Right. You feel like I'd be roped in <clears throat> taking care of two children. That's what I feel. Right. Me, I mean, I would, I wouldn't ask my baby daddy, "Can I have another?" I'd rather just have a. a because I definitely understand not having, not wanting to have more than one baby daddy. I believe right. a lot of sense, mm -hmm. super logical. But um, if y'all not together, the only way I would do it is if like. I didn't, I'm not in a relationship. I'm probably not going to be in one for a while. And I just got to be in a great place in my life. I just don't see myself having kids just because somebody asked me. I, I definitely have to have a great baby mom's because, at, like Plus said, I don't want to be trapped in a situation where I'm going to be held liable, especially in court, to take care I of mean, this I mean, you kid. already have a, a child with that person. If, you have, if she has two kids by you, you drop by to feed one. You have to feed the other yeah, one, brother. Exactly. Even though the the second one was your idea. <laughs> right. So, you know. I don't even think they want to have sex to make this child. She actually just wants Oh, no, no. There's no... What's, this for me? what's the point? Because she I'm just wants another child. She wants her child, her, her daughter I get to it. have... But you're going to take the satisfying part away from me for my the story. Only Why not? It's the only good thing about this. So how about, how about I just, she donate her egg to another girl, another broad of my choosing, and then I fuck that broad, and then she gets the kid at the end of it. Oh, like a surrogate? Yeah, a surrogate. But I impregnate the surrogate by myself. That way, everybody wins. Everybody wins. That's it. So you, de you definitely want that sex. You definitely want to have yeah. sex. Um, your ex or your baby daddy or your baby moms, the best thing you remember about them is the sex. Even though I'm married. But if you think about it, the best thing, most of the highlight was, you know what I mean, she knew how to throw it back. You know what I'm saying? Or she knew how to give the good neck. Or, you know, you, you, yeah, you tell your boy like, damn, your mama was a special one. You know what I'm saying? She roped you somehow. You know what I'm saying? Because if she was bad at it, you wouldn't really try to get it pregnant, you know.
it wouldn't really work like that. Definitely not let it stay in there and marinate. Thanks. Little epis, you know? And well, Sandra, guess, Sandra say, say donor for me. I know it's been a while donor. since you had some D, but. How long is a while? Huh? How long is a while? Um, I don't know. Look at the lies in her face. You know that when you, you zoom in so I can see the lie on your face when you zoom in. I, I can see the jollet all up in well, this. Plus. Plus. I saw the jollet too. She's on the jollet right here. You saw <laughs> oh, let's talk about you, Plus. <laughs> oh, Plus. Yes, ma'am. How you doing during this quarantine? Um, you know what? I'm trying my best to um be productive. Like, you know, typically my business is touring and being out and entertaining. So, seeing as how we have to be indoors, I took this time. Um, we've been doing some work for the census. I've gotten right. back to like making more online videos yeah because you i feel like you took a break well only because like i really enjoyed being on stage more and it's like i didn't feel like the internet videos was some shit that i needed to do but like when they take away the ability to work outside i have to and so i've been doing that um i got into like you know commercials and selling jingles because of the songs that i've been doing okay um and right now i'm pitching uh, sitcom. Nice. Uh, so I'm in the middle of writing episodes. I'm trying to do something that's you know brand new and try to push it forward because we've seen like we have videos that belong to our culture. We have movies that belong to our culture, but nothing that you can kind of go and watch regularly on a sitcom vibe. So it's just right now I'm in the end part of writing it. Uh, next part is the funding and then production. Nice. So hopefully. If he was indoors until the end of the year, I'll have a sitcom by the time the year's over. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. That's definitely amazing. You know, I want to say I appreciate Plus um, because I used to think I, you know, was a little writer back in the day and I used to write little jokes. And I used to, you know, I gave Plus a couple of my material and he thought it was yeah. pretty decent and used it. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. I showed it to my, my group chat the other day and they, they didn't laugh at all. But, you know, I appreciate... <laughs> Uh, you know, plus giving me that, you know, insight. I didn't really know what I was doing with my time. I was I just like, hey, I just thought of these jokes and you know. But that that's the thing, bro, like comedy that's why like with this shit, like I tell people like all the time, like it's about being a decent person and working hard. Yeah. Because everybody is funny, bro. Anybody can make you laugh. Like you're a funny guy. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like the only thing that sets you apart is just getting out there and trying to do everything and making sure mm. that your impact is felt. That's awesome. So, so you say you like, you know, being on stage. What do you like about it? You know what? Like the videos okay. or like the short films that I've done, like you do them and then you just have to wait for a while to see what's up. Like the payoff on stage is instant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I like about it the most. Like the moment I tell this joke, the moment that that shit drop, I get my last immediately. I don't need comments. I don't need emojis. I don't need none of that shit. Mm. It's, it's instant satisfaction. So how is how is the writing for a uh, stand up routine different from what you see with the sitcom? What jumps out to me immediately is when I'm doing my stand up. I don't really think about what other people might like. It's all about what I find funny. Like. 
It's mm. my story, my perspective, my words, how I want to do it. Sitcom, you're writing for a character, you're writing through a voice. So the perspectives aren't always mine. Mm. I write them. The feelings aren't always mine. I still have to write them. So sometimes in order to get the perspective, you gotta you just you have to because it's not me. Like to write a plus joke, I can ooze that bitch out. Mm. But it's like if I want like, for a woman, I have to think how does she feel? What would she say? How would these things affect her? And then try to write from that place and then try to read it to a woman to so that she can let me know whether or not this is some real shit. So there's just a lot more consideration involved with it because it's going out to a lot more people and you're supposed to be re- representing people. Mm-hmm. So you want them to be able to see themselves in the characters that you write. That's, that's, that's awesome. Now, you also, you know, I don't understand how you do it, but when you freestyle, especially in your podcast, you just like start freestyling. It's just amazing. I don't know. How do you do it? That's experience. I was uh, just, I was really bad, but I wanted to know how to do it because all my friends were like rappers back because I just really wanted the skill set. So I would just kind of jump in with jokes and just terrible rhymes. The the rhymes are still terrible. Like (laughs) I just put my words together. I, but there's no pressure because I have a good time with it. But it's just comedy is being quick at the brain. I guess I just use it. It's, it's the same muscle. The same muscle. I see you as like little Duval. You see how he, you know, he's a comedian. Yes. Turning into a singer. And now DC Young as well, you know, going into music. Do you see yourself to. really? Yeah, I would love to do both. I could, I, yeah, because I, I see it. I love music. I love entertaining. And it's just, I mean, honestly, either route is fine. If I end up doing comedy, that's dope. If music or like doing ads and jingles happens to be, whatever it is, I'll take it because I mean, I, I enjoy them all equally, I think. So well, when plus, this quarantine is over, like, what is the first thing you're going to do? When, when it's over, I literally have, I want to get out and get on stage, man. Like, I've been rescheduling weddings for the past two months because they keep moving their dates. I just want to get out in front of some people and do jokes. Bad. And then I want to do it. <laughs> That's so when you host the weddings, like, you know, what do you do? What makes you different from other MC? So people are like weddings, they have to go wrong. Something goes wrong at a wedding every time. Every time. It has to. If you have a host that's not flexible, like you want your crowd to always be able to feel comfortable and like somebody has control of the program. So if the caterer's fucking up, if the bridesmaid's fucking up, I know what to do. We gonna laugh until y'all get y'all shit together. Okay. Um, so it's like, I pretty much make sure that everybody has a great time. Because also, some weddings, niggas be afraid to be the first one to dance. People are afraid to talk. They're afraid to grab the mic. They're afraid to study to shut up. It's just, I take control, but it doesn't feel mean because it's funny. Gotcha. And you move the pro- Nice. Okay. Like, you know, if I get wiped up, I'll make come sure. Come on, come get this good business. I got great references. What, JV? No, you got no, something to say? No, 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 no. I had him. No, I oh, okay. <laughs> well, this is straight off the cuff, you know, because my dog said he liked the freestyle. So I want to put a little beat, a little wet booty at freestyle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me see what you got going on here. Oh, snap. Come on, plus. Hold up. <laughs> Hey! Can you hear it? I can hear it. I might be on beat. <laughs> it's okay. It's off the dome. 
have an awesome podcast very good editing um i like the way you guys just flow with conversation um i know the room is filled with a lot of smoke so yes. therefore it helps uh bring out those uh ideas and gets the conversation flowing but um how tell me a little bit like how did you guys start you know what was the uh theme behind the podcast um me and ben used to work together and i wanted to do a podcast but I didn't want to do it with any other comedians. Because sometimes so Ben is a comedian? Huh? He's a comedian too? No, I didn't want to do it with any comedians. Okay, right? okay. got it. Because sometimes they don't know when to stop making jokes. <laughs> so it makes it hard to have a good conversation sometimes. Right. Um, Ricky and Ben are best friends. And Ricky wanted to do a sports podcast. Mm. Um, I've met Ricky like at that point. I met him like a bunch of times and we got along great. But whenever we got together, we argued. So Ben had the idea of just putting both of our ideas together to make one podcast. So it, so the podcast was his idea instead of me and Ricky doing two separate podcasts about two different things. No, that's Got awesome. It. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys are definitely, I don't know if you, uh, I hadn't listened to the last one, but have you guys talked about the, the Last Dance, the Bulls documentary? Not, well, we've talked about just, because I'm not a big Jordan guy, so oh. I watched the first two episodes, oh. and I was in the ass. Um, but we've not talked about the entire the entirety of it yet because it just I believe it just finished or is it almost done? It's, it's almost yeah, done. Yeah, this Sunday. This Sunday. It's the last two episodes. Because most of the episodes I was able to watch online, but the last two they kept from the internet. So oh. I'm still waiting on those last two. Oh, okay. So Seven who, and eight. Who were you a big fan of during that, that era? I was a big heat guy, bro. It was, it was just Jits and Dan Marley yeah. and goddamn Alonzo. I was a big heat dude. So it's like we can never leave the East because of this nigga, bro. Nah, yeah, I, I definitely became a Heat fan. I mean, I grew up in New York. Half my childhood was in New York, but I became a Heat fan because of how hard they played the Bulls, even though the Heat never passed it. And you understand? But it's just seeing niggas try and make yeah. me happy. Yes, for sure, and fight Rodman. So that was interesting. <laughs> they go that awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so towards the end of our show, we always ask our guests if they have any uh, Haitian wisdom, something that their parents used to say that totally does not make any sense. But now as we get older and we start to become our parents, it totally does make sense. Um, do you have anything of that sort? For well, the thing I think about is my mom used to say this shit that says, Mon des fois, right? Selfish people cry two times. And it's like, I never understood what it meant, right? And the way she explained it, it was that, like, you know, when you're selfish, um, when people ask you to borrow shit, you cry about being asked. 
then when it's your time to ask and borrow shit, you cry because people are going to shit on you <laughs> because of your behavior. Right? So, talk to me. There's just sometimes you want to do good things and put good things out there because you never know when you're going to be me. Oh, so, awesome. so, so when you got it, don't be an asshole about it because you can lose it. That's true. That is an awesome wisdom for sure. And how can the people follow you on social media, mainly IG? Uh, you can come and follow me on Instagram, Plus Daddy. I am Plus Pierre on Facebook. Uh, the NWO Podcast on Instagram and uh, the NWO Podcast on Twitter as well. Awesome. Thank awesome. you guys so much. Man. You guys Twitter nigga too. You're a Twitter nigga, all right? Yeah, I'm a Twitter nigga. <laughs> the disciples of future. Oh, you think this song because you never heard it? It's yeah, I never heard the song on the play. They go another episode of Talk Shit Crew. Oh, I heard this song. Hey. Oh, everybody heard this song. Hey. 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 Go ahead, who say with it? Who say with it? Fuck that shit up. <laughs> <laughs>